VoiceAmerica.com. And welcome to Radio by George with your host, NFL superstar, Eddie George. For the next hour, Eddie and his guests will enlighten, empower, and entertain you. Now here's the man of the hour, Eddie George. Hey, ho, the mistletoe and... Something, 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 get to know you better. <laughs> Good evening, all. What's going on? That was my terrible attempt of trying to do my man, my favorite song, this Christmas. Uh, my man blows on it. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Happy belated Thanksgiving. Hope all is well. Hope y'all had a great Thanksgiving. I know I did. I have so much to be thankful for. My goodness, man, we had a great time down in uh, Seaside. We spent our second Thanksgiving in Seaside this past weekend, and it was it was awesome. I mean, what can I say? You know, I had to start things off. I made probably the best fried turkey. Now, this is not EGX lifestyle on the menu, but... Uh, this is one weekend where I just lay it all on the line, let it all go, let it all hang out. Anything goes, you know. See with the pie, uh, macaroni and cheese, greens, cabbage, chicken, turkey, fried turkey. And, and I tell you what, when I made this fried turkey, it's my best yet. I've been frying turkeys for the last four years. A friend of mine introduced me to frying turkeys about four years ago, the first time I ever had it. He made it on, on, on Easter. And ever since that day, I haven't turned my back. I just said, you know what, I have to continue to fry turkeys. So I found out a recipe. I found this incredible marinade that I create from scratch. And it's a 48-hour process that I go through in preparing this turkey. And when I tell you, oh, first of all, let me, do, let me just break it down. Let me just go slow with this. First, what I did with this turkey, I get it 48 hours before Thanksgiving. I put it in a brine. Now, a brine is something that you put, soak it in to get all the impurities out and add flavor to it. So I put a little salt, some brown sugar, uh, some lemons and oranges and, and cold water. Let it sit for 48 hours, excuse me, 24 hours. And then the next morning, on Christmas morning, uh, excuse me, Thanksgiving morning, I take it out of the brine, I sit it in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the sink for a little bit, let it drain, and while it's draining, I roast olive oil, garlic, and sweet onions for 30 minutes. Now, I'm not going to give you all my secrets. I'm just going to let you know just the flavors I was putting into this bad boy. So what I do is I take it out of the sink, I then use that as a rub. I take the olive oil, the, the the sweet peppers, the garlic, and rub it all in the cavity. Get inside the cavity, outside the cavity, salt it down a little bit, throw some seasonings on it, and I let it sit. I let it sit, and then I inject it with my secret marinade sauce. I can't tell you the ingredients in it because it's it's mine, and it's special, and I can't share that with all you guys. Like all great chefs, 
you can't share all your secrets, but I can just tell you the process. So I inject the bad boy, and it just sits for for about eight to ten hours, roughly. I like to let it sit for a whole day, but I didn't have a whole bunch of time. But eight to ten hours sitting there, letting the letting the the, the, the seasonings just marinate all together and marry each other and get used to each other and uh, just creating the, the perfect juices for it. So I allowed that to sit for eight to ten hours, and then. The magic happens. Put it in the peanut oil, and as soon as that bad boy hits that peanut oil, you can smell all of the onions and garlic and seasoning, the Italian seasoning coming up out of this bad boy. It was so juicy, so succulent that I cut it. Now get this, with a plastic butter knife. How how in the world can you cut a turkey turkey breast? With a plastic butter knife, it was coming off with ease. That's how juicy it was coming off the bomb. But anyway, my, my, I have to say, my dish was the highlight of the whole Thanksgiving meal. And my family came down. My mother came. My uh, sister and her family came down with Frank and her sons and my my, uh, my mother-in-law, my grandmother, my aunt Joanne and. My uh, my youngest son, my wife, and her friend, we just had an absolute ball just sitting back, acting silly. It was just a great, joyous time to be around one another. I mean, it was just so cool to be out of Philadelphia, not in Tennessee, but in Florida, near the beach where it was about 65, 70 degrees outside. And it was just this being under, under one another. And guess what? You know what? It was no drama. So typically, when you have family gatherings, there's some drama there. Somebody's going to get a little too drunk and say something they shouldn't say, and it's on and cracking, and it's, uh, then Thanksgiving's out the window. You know, you get together for family events. It's for the family, for everybody to get involved, to be included, and to have love in the air. But it was cool. We had a really good time. And in the midst of our Thanksgiving Day meal, guess what? Football. <laughs> Football is the thing to watch. And I, you know, I, I can't, I'm going to brag or anything, but in college football specifically, you know, if you follow college football, the Buckeyes are back into national championship recognition. That's right. LSU went down over the weekend. Uh, who else went down? Kansas went down. One and two went down over the weekend, and it puts my boys in prime position. This weekend, if Oklahoma handles their business, if anybody from Oklahoma is listening to this show right now, please, please, go give a huge bottle of wine or, or, or give, give Bob Stoops, Stoops a, 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 something, something, a great gift from me to take care of business this weekend. Because guess what? They, they lose. If Oklahoma beats Kansas, excuse me, beats Missouri in this, the Big 12 championship game, Ohio State, will represent, and it will be a great New Year's Day, and I'm happy about that. And along with that, NFL football, I don't know if you people saw the game last night, but we know now that the Patriots are human. They, they, can, they can be beat now. I mean, Philadelphia, they had some, some issues there in the beginning, you know, throwing the pick earlier on, but they settled down. They trusted the game plan. I think people, we see a blueprint to beat the New England Patriots. I think Jim Johnson, the defensive coordinator for Philadelphia, did an outstanding job of 
holding that team to 31 points. It sounds crazy, but they did a great job of not allowing Randy Moss to get too involved, and they almost had a chance to win it. Now, if Feely didn't have two bad throws, we're talking about a perfect game. So what I'm saying is, is that, you know, it was a great, great weekend. Overall, football was good. The family was great. And I just had a great time being around my, my loved ones. And it was just an awesome time. Like somebody's busting in on me right now. And, oh, boy, here here he comes. It's, it's the youngest. It's Eric. Hey, Eric. But, uh, hey, boy, get out of here. You see Daddy's on here. He's on here. Say hello. Say hello to the people, Eric. Say hello. Say hello. Now, you came in here, and then you say hello. Don't be shy. Well, anyway, it was a great weekend. Had a good time. Great football. And along with that, you know, there's a flip side to everything. You know, uh, Thanksgiving is, is a time to be joyous, to be thankful for all the things that you have, for your family, for your friends. And um, it's just it's also good. But also the flip side to it is there are people out there hurting around this time of year. It's, it's, it's hard to believe that. But it's, you ever heard of the holiday blues when people get depressed? It's hard to believe around this time of Thanksgiving and loved ones and the presents, the snow, the, the, the stuffing, the fried turkey, the, the sweet potato pies, and, and all of that, that some people out there are depressed. And, you know, I, find, I found it hard to believe that, you know, people can get that way, but it happens more so, more often than not. I mean, when you look at it, I look at my, my father, that I, I can always go back to him, and I say, wow, yeah, I can definitely see that, because around this time of year, his father, my, who was my grandfather, he's not a part of it. And their loved ones that you wish they were here or... Um, it's it's maybe you're having financial issues and you can't afford to to give the way you want to give or enjoy it the way you want to give to enjoy the holidays and that's I guess that's where it all comes from and it's it can be an awful uh, depressing thing when you don't have that outlet so I guess today we're really going to focus on what causes uh, holiday holiday blues what where does it come from how do you prevent it. What can you do to get over it? You know, I think we all can can relate to that on some levels because guess what? We've all suffered losses in our families. We've all had issues on the job that we that that could have been better. But the thing is, is what what can we do to get beyond it and and have a a uh, a joyous time? I guess this, around this time of year, I just find it hard to believe that. And we want to get to that in our next segment when with Doctor Geraldine Ag when she comes on board, but. It's, uh, it's something that I want you to think about when we go before we head to the break. You know, we definitely want to hear from you, your stories. Do you suffer from the holiday blues? If so, how do you get beyond it? How do you Daddy. deal with it? Now, here he comes. Now, here he comes. This is the holiday blues. Yes, baby. Oh, thank you. See, I can't, I can't be blue when you hear that. My son just gave me the phone. Can you believe that? Baby boy. But, no, seriously, people. As before we go to break in two minutes, think about it. Call in. Let me hear from you. Let's hear your stories. Let's share with one another. We want to hear from a, a resident, a resident host, a resident head doctor, uh, Dr. Jalen Agee, and she is so, so, so informative and so helpful 
in terms of helping us out each and every week or any other issues that we have, whether it's dealing from relationships, the depression, and everything else. And also, I would like to send a special shout-out to my family and friends in Iraq right now. They are definitely having a, hopefully they are having a wonderful Thanksgiving and happy holiday, and they're fighting for this country. In fact, my brother-in-law, Frank Tucker, is going to go into war soon uh, next year. Yes, baby. You want to try? You want to say something? You want to say happy holidays to the people out there? Say happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, see, now how can you be depressed when you hear that voice, huh? Uh, that's what it's all about, people. So please, feel free to call in. The number on your screen. If you're not looking at your screen, the number is 866-472-5787. And remember, you are blessed. And there are things out there that you can do to have a healthy, happy holiday. So we'll talk with Dr. Gerald Ag when we come back in a minute, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. The Kerry Douglas Show, with the CEO of Worldwide Music Incorporated and the founder and publisher of Gospel Truth Magazine, Kerry Douglas. By tuning in weekly, you will gain insight, tips, and tools to help get your career started. From how to market yourself to distribution of your product, learn the power of faith-based marketing and much more on The Kerry Douglas Show. Join Kerry each week with guests from the gospel music industry, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors as they discuss faith-based news, events, and trends. The Kerry Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas broadcast each Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, and is brought to you by Gospel Truth Magazine and Worldwide Music Incorporated on the Voice America channel. The Carrie Douglas Show with Carrie Douglas, your premier source for faith based entertainment, news, events, and trends. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com 
You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Happy Holidays, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to Radio by George. You're here for the second segment. And today's topic of the day are the holiday blues. Where do they come from and and how do you get over it? And here to join with me today on Radio by George to talk about this topic is Dr. our resident doctor, A.G. What's going on, baby girl? Hey, what's going on? I'm excited to be on the call today. I'm glad, I'm glad. So let me start off with this question. How, this the greatest time of the year, <laughs> Every, I mean, this, you know, this tradition, how does somebody, what is, how does somebody have the blues? Well, it's, it's, you know, it's interesting that you would say it's the greatest time of the year because just that kind of dichotomy that's supposed to be the greatest time of the year actually contributes to how why some people actually feel the blues because you know you're supposed to be excited and you're supposed to be happy and everything's supposed to be going great, but it doesn't always happen that way. So that actually makes it further, um, makes people actually further depressed, the fact that they know that they should be happy and jolly and they feel mm-hmm. anything but. But where does it, is it, is this come from? Where does it come from? Does it come from an experience? Does it just, you just think that, oh gosh, you know, I should be happy, but I'm not? I mean, this can happen. Why, I mean, why this time of year? Why not in the summertime? Right. Um, actually, there's a, there's a couple of things that contribute to that. One is some people get seasonal affective depression, which means that as the sun goes away, their depression comes out to play, basically. And so that kind of downtime of the year, you can't get out and exercise like you used to. You can't mm-hmm. go out and have fun. Um, and so just even the, the, the winter months and the cooler months and the less sun, you know, with the daylight savings time, yeah. contributes to it. So that's one thing. Um, then another thing is that... Um, um, that some people do experience a depression that's related to the fact that, like you said, how could you deny your son? He's sweet little voice. He's coming to bring you the phone. But what about for people whose whose kids are just as sweet, but they can't give them any gifts for Christmas, right. or they can't feed them on Christmas, or mm-hmm. they can't give them a happy home because they're fighting with their husband on Christmas? So you know, it's the time of year where we want to stop everything and make life perfect, but that mm-hmm. doesn't ever happen. Yeah, that, that is true. You know, you think you think about all the things that that you are thankful for, and and unfortunately, like uh, for instance, um, I found out a friend of mine or a great running back who played in Alabama uh, got into a serious car accident mm. with his family, and uh, unfortunately, his 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 wife and his I believe uh, his four kids all died. Oh, and I think he may have survived. And I mean, this, this is very around this time of year. It's, it's very difficult, especially you know, coming off of somebody like losing your family. But now, you know, really, you start to think, what do you have to live for at this point in time? How how do you? Um, what is the road to recovery for a situation like that? You know, especially now that he, if he does get beyond it, um, every. Thanksgiving, every time the, the leaves start to change colors, yeah. he's reminded of that, that horrific, um, uh, life-changing situation that happened to him in his life. 
Right, and you actually brought this up earlier yourself when you said that, you know, it's hard for your father not having your uh, your father's father around. So a lot of people, you know, it's that wonderful time of the year where all family comes together, but what if we don't have mom with us anymore, we don't have our grandparents with us anymore. And so I know for me personally, my entire life was marked by the fact that my mother lost her mother and things would have been different at Christmas if only our grandmother Dorothy hadn't died. Um, and so many people experience that too. It's a time to reflect and remember and to pay homage to those loved ones that you lost, but it really does bring up that pain again because, you know, uh, if, if not any other time of the year but the holidays, it's where we really wish that we had people around us at that time. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some of the signs that you can see in people, uh, Dr. Ag, that, that we can look for in family members or friends uh, of, of them having the holiday blues? Definitely. The, the, some of the symptoms that people, here's a checklist of things that you can know if you or yourself have the holiday blues. Mm-hmm. If um, during the holidays you tend to have a lack, lack of interest in things that you used to find fun. So if people are caroling and, and you feel like a Scrooge and you don't want to go out and, and, and do those kinds of things, that might be a symptom. Um, if you feel teary-eyed and you find yourself crying and you just don't know why. Um, if you feel annoyed at other happy people. So you're looking around and you're suspicious of the elves and you don't believe in these people with the mistletoe and they're green and red and, you know, bah humbug. So when they're feeling jolly and you, you feel suspicious about it, that could be a sign. Could um, that just be that they just don't care about Christmas in general? It could be that they don't care about, uh, just don't care about Christmas. As a matter of fact, um, there's several things, any of these things by themselves don't, don't mean that you have the holiday blues or, or depression or anything like that. But when you put them all together, then that's when you start to see symptoms of people who feel, who actually really do get the blues during the holiday season. So some of us can take the holidays or leave them, but when you, when these things are pervasive, right? Or when you feel like, you know what, I kind of want to get into it or I don't want to feel down, right? Like if you just don't like the holidays or rather take a cruise or go to Vegas and kick it, that's one thing. But if you really wished that you were having a better time or you really wished that you could lift your mood, then that might be a symptom of when something is going on. Um, when you feel a really big letdown during the holiday seasons, mm-hmm. sometimes people, you know how we're getting into holiday seasons and right after Thanksgiving and shopping days and put the trees up and stuff. Well, for some people, the same way that um, some of us may experience that, moving towards, you know, the holiday seasons and the joy is coming up, coming up for some people, it's a big letdown, like, yeah. oh, my goodness, it's the holidays again, you know, yeah, yeah. basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what can somebody do if they're in that situation, if they're, if they're down in the rut? Right. Uh, during this time, can you get, can you go bowling? Can you go bowling? Can you drink some eggnog? Yeah. Do, what can you do? Well, actually, only on your show can we come up with some really kind of, I think, creative ways to beat mm-hmm. the holiday blues. Um, some of the other things that you have to look out for is changes in sleeping patterns or lack of interest in sex, um, feeling tired or drained or not want to do social activities. So those are all symptoms. So what I'm going to do is talk about how do we combat those symptoms so people can feel better. Now, you don't have to you know, gather around the Christmas tree or anything like that, but there are some things that we want to do to kind of keep people up. And so one of the first things that, that we can do is take care of our bodies. So, you know, whether they're uh, looking at your, your tape, the EGX experience, yeah. or if they're just getting out and taking a walk or whatever, mm-hmm. but actually really taking care of our bodies and taking care of ourselves. Because what do we do during the holidays that's not good for our bodies? We eat well, it. Well, I'll tell you something that can, that can make somebody extremely happy. They can eat, have a piece of that delicious, succulent, 
turkey breast that I fried. I know. That, that, that would put a smile on your face. That's the invitation. If that doesn't do it, I don't know what will. That, yeah, we're all going to meet you down the floor the next time for that turkey. Because I was like, what? That sounds really good. Oh, it was so, so delicious. Well, so congratulations delicious. to you because that's no easy feat. So taking care of your body, getting rest, um, working on your sleep habits, that's a big thing. You know, mm-hmm. so this holiday, staying out late, you know, things are kind of in a, you know, a different cycle. So you don't want to mess up what's called your circadian rhythm, which is kind of your sleep rhythm, and the mm-hmm. holidays can do that, especially for your kids, especially for your kids. Well, Doc, uh, my, my sleeping pattern is off. I take you, after I eat, <laughs> I, I shut it down. It's about, it's about 7.30 now. I'm a right, busy body. Right, exactly. And this was consistent over... over That's right. Day. Well, I, I understand that turkey has tryptophan yeah. in it, and tryptophan is kind of a natural sleep enabler, so everybody gets a little bit drowsy after holidays, especially if the turkey's good. So that's a compliment to the chef. Yeah, so, so if anybody out there listening, please feel free to call in and, and share your stories or if you have any ideas or any um, solutions on how people can beat the holiday blues, That's please right. call in. Look at the number on your screen. Uh, Doc, let me ask you this. Um, do you think that this time of year, like the symptoms, the blues, is this something that is uh, uh, on the doorsteps of a mental illness or is it just passing through? Like once, once... The holiday season is over. Once spring starts kicking and you start to feel better, is it is it a sign of something one way or another? You know what? The the best way to answer that question it has to do with time and pervasiveness. So if this if the symptoms of depression, sleep pattern disruption, lack of interest in social activities, crying and you don't know why, if they last past the holiday season, if they last past two months, that's the length of time that I'd like for people to start to think maybe it's something else. And then pervasiveness, if you want to feel better and you can't. If you have certain times of the day where you kind of feel blue but you can shake it off when you get to work or you shake it off when you pick your kids up, Mm -hmm. then that's one thing. But if it lasts all day, any day, if it lasts all day and it just keeps coming back to you, that's what's called pervasiveness. So mm-hmm. whenever there's a length of time where it goes on and on or it feels pervasive, that's when it actually gets to be problematic and goes just beyond um, what, we, what we're calling the holiday blues. And mm-hmm. you might want to seek some help when it gets to that level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it can happen so easily because here I was. We left uh, Seaside this morning at 5 o'clock, 5.30, somewhere around there, and it was raining. Mm-hmm. And it was about a six-hour drive. And along the drive, I'm thinking, like, man, you know, I'm tired. And I started thinking of all the things I had to do. And I was like, God, man, I, you know, I was getting down. I was like, man, next year it may be different. I don't know what's going to happen and this and that. And so it was just compiling. So I can, it's just, I'm just saying that the yeah. it's so easy to get yourself in a rut. Right. It's so easy to, to, to put yourself there in a, in a state of depression based off of the this time of year, the, um, the how the weather is, who you're around. And I have my family, and That's I just right. left a great situation. Yeah. So I can understand someone that may have had a lost one or may have had issues on the job or mm-hmm. uh, just broke up with, with their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, and just how fragile this time really is. Right. It is. It's supposed to be the most wonderful time of the year, and sometimes it's it's not, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's important for people to kind of recognize 
where they are right now and, and what they'd like to, you know, it's also a reflective time. We're also getting towards the end of the year. So sometimes we feel like, wow, 2007 is where I was supposed to stop smoking or mm-hmm. supposed to stop doing this thing or save more, more money and I didn't do it, you know. So sometimes that finality of 2007 is something that also adds to it too. So let's talk about that for a yeah. moment, the, the resolutions. Is that is that a healthy thing to do? Well, actually, I think that it's an amazing thing, a very, very yeah. helpful thing to actually come up with resolutions that are attainable, realistic, and make you feel good about yourself. If yeah. you're coming up with a resolution to do something that's unrealistic, then you're going to be just as dissatisfied in two, 2008 going into 2009 as you might be this year. So what I like people to do is to focus on their priorities, and instead of doing things like saying, oh, you know, I want to save, you know, a million dollars between this year and next uh-huh. year, um, say things like I want to have, you know, what does that money mean, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, talk in terms of your values, you know, I want to have better experiences with my family this year. So maybe it's not going to the Disney World Disney World three times a year, maybe it's going to the park, which doesn't cost a lot of money, but you have a mm-hmm. great experience. So what I like for people to focus on with their goal settings are things that are going to make them feel very good about themselves and that totally align with their values. Otherwise... When we don't lose that 25 pounds, even if we lost five, you know, we feel mm-hmm. like we missed our mark. Um, so I like to see people um, set realistic goals that are set around their values, and they'll feel better all year round from doing that. Yeah, I mean, I've seen people come up with 50 resolutions, mm-hmm. and they're <laughs> really not come close to one of them, right. and they're still disappointed. So really, what's a realistic uh, number that, maybe, is it 10, you know what? Let's hold that thought for a minute. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a minute break, and when we come back, we'll talk about more resolutions and how to beat the holiday blues Yes. when we come back in a minute, y'all. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. Everything you want, everything you want to do, and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips. People think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult. Guess what? It doesn't. All you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. VoiceAmerica.com 
You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Radio by George. You are listening to Radio by George with Eddie George and along with Dr. A.G. How you doing, baby? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Now, before we uh, took our break, we were talking about New Year's resolutions and the importance of them, so you say. And right. And why you should have resolutions. Now, what's a good number, a realistic number? I like to say three. Yes. We're, we're in agreement there. Three is a perfect number. Um, it's memorable. You can focus on your goals. And say if you knock one of the three out, then you can add another one. But it helps us to be able to set attainable goals so we can feel like we're getting some traction. Because what I've seen happen with people is that they make so many goals or they make such big goals that they don't feel satisfaction with the things that they actually did get accomplished, which um, which deters us from trying to reach our other goals. So I think three is a very good number. Mm-hmm. And typically, you know, the most the most common New Year's resolution is either kicking bad habits, right, or losing weight. Kicking bad habits or losing weight. Losing weight is kind of number one uh, with you know with no close second in terms of people wanting to get healthier and to you know look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And especially after we do all the eating, we want to do yeah. over the holidays. I mean, and that's the thing. You know, I'm not going to you know go off into a whole tangent about this, but if you if you act right during the course of the year, you right. can afford to have three or four days to eat like this. You just can't eat like Thanksgiving every single day, 365 days out of the year. Right, you're right. You know, it's all in moderation. Yeah, and, and, the, and the, there's a lot of family rituals around eating that are very beautiful and wonderful, and there's some family rituals around eating that we need to stop. Um, and so some of those have to do with, um, you know, our seconds and thirds at holiday time. And, you know, while we want to indulge ourselves and have a good time with family, you know, maybe our, you know, maybe our second and third is not a full plate. You know, maybe mm-hmm. it's, it's some more of the ambrosia salad or some more of the salad or, or something like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, or, or getting up and doing some active. The whole family yeah. takes a walk or yeah. something outrageous like that. The whole family golfs on the day after Christmas, you know. Um, yeah. So those are some of the things that not only help us with our New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. but there are new family rituals that we can incorporate that, that fuse the family bonding time with actually family movement time. Get up and go, go do something. Shopping, I'll add shopping because there's a lot of walking around that goes with shopping, but, you know. Yeah, like what we did, um, we got up Thanksgiving morning, and while we were making our meal, we had breakfast, a healthy breakfast. Not not a whole bunch of bacon and a I mean, not a whole bunch of bacon and sausage, but you know, uh, still uh, still cut oatmeal, egg whites, and we ate that. So it kind of you know curbed our appetite for Thanksgiving because where most people get in trouble is that they starve themselves two mm-hmm. days beforehand so they can eat as much as they want, right? And which is dangerous because you get indigestion and you know that's when your stomach gets all jacked up. And that's where you put on the bulk of the weight. But yeah. what I've learned is to, I'm still going to throw a hefty plate now. I'm going to have one huge plate, and then I'll go and walk it off. Like, we went out to the movies. We walked uh, from the parking lot to the movie theater and, and kind of walked around an outdoor mall to mm-hmm. burn off the weight. And we also did our bike riding as well. 
Okay. So, yeah, so and that's why we like going to Seaside because they have those type of activities where the families can get out and, and do things together, walk together. Uh, you can, I saw a ton of people running. So it was it was one of those communities where it was really geared toward um, a healthier lifestyle. Right. And although you know we didn't eat right for a couple of days, <laughs> we we countered that with with walking and everything else. Right. And people that live in like cold um, places that can't get out and walk, you could jump up and play charades and stuff like that, where you're getting up and not so sedentary. So there are lots of ways to deal with that. Or you can get the EGX workout. You right. can get the EGX workout. That's right. No family can get that together. Exactly. Now, mind you, I got I got my EGX tape in the mail. I got my CDs, and my husband picked it up and said, "What is this?" And I was like, "Well, look at it again. It's Eddie George with the cover of it." He didn't know what I had gotten in a in a plain he didn't Manila think it was envelope. Porn, did he? What'd you say? He didn't think it was porn. He, he wasn't sure till you he looked it up. He said, "What is?" That? I said, "Look at it again. It's Eddie George. It's Eddie oh George." God. So you know, it was, it was a sweet treat. But I'm uh, looking forward to um, making that my. New Year's resolution is working on that with my family. Excellent, excellent. Let me know. Let let our let our callers know or our listeners know what you think about it as well. Okay, I will definitely. But, do that. but now we're on the topic of of uh, how the holiday blues, Doctor Ag. You mm-hmm. you have a story that's that's close to you that you experienced over the holidays that that's related to uh, the holiday depression. You mind uh, speaking on that a little bit? Yeah, I appreciate you asking me about that. I actually didn't actually start to like the holidays until I got married to my husband and had children of my own. And I wonder if you have listeners out there that had similar experiences as me where the holidays began but got good when they were able to kind of define the holidays for themselves. So for me, what was going on is that my mother, I think, um, was she'd been depressed for most of my uh, growing up years, Mm -hmm. and the holidays was the worst time for her. And so consequently... We spent our holidays and our Christmas trying to cheer up my mother, Mm. which on the surface is sweet, but when you think about being eight years old and um, we didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't have much under the tree and... um, but but my focus was to how do I cheer my mother up for the holidays, and so that was a really big burden on me for um, for as a child growing up. Um, there was a lot of crying at my house mm. at the holiday season, and like you talk about drinking and all that kind of stuff, you know, it's fun for a while, and everybody's dancing and then acting a fool, and then acting a fool gets to be really acting a fool. Yep. Where um, by the time I got to college, I was getting done with the holidays, good mm. and done with the holidays. But some of the things that I've done since then was to kind of focus with my husband on what's important, um, you know, focusing on those values of what do we want to to do uh, around the holidays that helps to express our love to, to other people in our families, and then also recognizing that my mother actually was depressed. Like you mm-hmm. said, well, how do you know it's just not the blues or that time of the year or um, or what my husband and I call going broke for the holidays, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, because that's part of it too. But, you know, for my mother, it was kind of pervasive and longstanding. And, you know, God bless her now. She's, you know, she's fine now, and we're fine now. But it was tough. It was, And now, being a mother, I know it was tough on her. It was tough on her knowing that she couldn't give us everything mm-hmm. that we wanted to have for Christmas. And I'm 100% positive that you have callers out there who um, have had that same experience of wanting to do something, whether it's, monetary a gift or or even a you know a, a happy home you know yeah. where parents are fighting you know i think that's what she struggled with knowing what she wanted to give us you know, that's interesting you you say that kind of when you were talking about your mom i thought back to when uh we grew up in philadelphia my sister and i 
Um, it was one Christmas um, when my mother couldn't really afford to give us gifts the way she wanted to, like years prior. Mm-hmm. And me not understanding that, you know, at, what, eight or nine years old, I was used to being spoiled, getting what I wanted. And one Christmas morning, um, on that Christmas morning when I woke up, I went downstairs and I looked under the tree and there was a school bag and a um, a little emblem, like a little medallion with the, my sign, which was a Libra. <laughs> and I looked at it, right? And I said, no, this is bull. This is bullshit. Right. <laughs> you know, excuse me, this is bullshit. This is not Christmas. Right. So I, I took down all the Christmas decorations. Right. <laughs> and put them in a bag back in the box. I said, this is not Christmas. That was hot because all yeah. my my friends had... But I, I say that to yeah. say my mom at that particular time was a single mother. Mm-hmm. She was struggling, you know, to, to keep, to make ends meet, to have food in the house. And I'm pretty sure at that particular time that she was depressed as well because she didn't have a, a husband in her life or a significant other. She had my sister and I. Times were hard, and I guess at that age, you know, I just, I just didn't know. Right. I didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely look back on that time and say, man, I wish I would have been a little more, more sensitive right. to my mother's needs and and what she was going through at that particular time. But man, I, you know, I mean, you hear so many stories about that, and you just, and that's why, you know, was our prayer. At um, our Thanksgiving Day dinner was so was so meaningful because I had my family from all over from Atlanta to to Philadelphia and we, before we you know break bread and say the big prayer and that's why our prayers take an hour to go through <laughs> but you know we all go around and say what we're thankful for and, and really mean that and, right and you know at that particular time you tend to forget about you know, your problems, but really get to the core of what you're thankful for, and that's to have a family mm-hmm. that you can you can depend on and, and to laugh with and forget about your issues for a few, a few days and, and just bring a little light and a little, um, some uh, some energy back to you, mm-hmm. back to your life. And th- and that's what I got. I got recharged after seeing my family and, and, and feeling good. I travel so much. Right. And, um, you just think, you know, and I get hard on myself. Am I doing enough? Am I working hard enough? And it lets me know that, yeah, you are. But you mm-hmm. also give to other people, your other members as well. Right. And that's why it was so key for me, you know, to, to get recharged with my family and, and try to, you know, break with the, you know, some of the blues that they may go, be going through. Because I know my right. grandmother's going through it. Oh. She lost her husband four or five years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so it, it happens. Well, I think the moral of the story, what you were saying about when you were a child, is, you know, for each of us to call our mother and tell her, tell her mother and her fathers, tell them that we love them, you know what I mean? And now mm-hmm. that as we're older, we have a, a different vantage point to understand what the holidays must have been for them. If we were crying and disappointed, they were, they were triply disappointed. What parent wants to disappoint their child? Mm-hmm. So now I think we have a greater understanding for it. And, and part of it is, is, is kind of a trick on the, on us a little bit. My kids were watching TV the other day and 
Uh, typically, they watch a uh, channel that doesn't have a lot of commercials, but now they're on one that does. And every other commercial I hear from the other room, come see this. This is what I want. Come see this. This is what mm-hmm. I want, you know. Yep. Um, and so, you know, we get fed that. Our kids get fed that. And, and that's why I think focusing on, like, what we're talking about here, our values, our values, our values, and, and, and really sharing with our, our children the meaning of the holiday season and believing that in ourselves will help everybody to feel more, you know, more excited about the holidays and, and not get into this cycle um of, of depression where we're, you know, focusing on what we don't have instead of focusing on what we do have and, and, and the people that are here and the, and the lives that are touched by our presence right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Dr. A.G., we're going to take a minute break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about holiday depression, how the turning point was for you to get through um, in your depression, and hopefully we'll have some callers that can share some stories, mm-hmm. some thoughts, or have comments about what we're talking about today. Let's talk about our mamas and the holidays. Anybody <laughs> want to say something to their mother for the holidays? Exactly. And I, I know there's a couple of uh, thousands of people out there that would love to do that. Mm-hmm. But we'll have that and more when we come back in a minute, y'all. The experts call toll free right now 1-866-472-5787 and ask our all-star team to answer your questions that's 1-866-472-5787 thank you for calling voiceamerica.com everything you want everything you want to do and everything you want to have is right at your fingertips people think that accomplishing your goals has to be difficult guess what it doesn't all you need are the right tools and a map. And that is what author, professional speaker, and now talk radio host Charmin Lane is offering you. Join Charmin Wednesday afternoons at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel for success made simple. There is a difference between someone who lets life happen to them and someone who steps up and makes things happen. That person is a player, not just in the realm of athletics, but in all aspects of life. Are you ready to step up? Are you ready to start on a journey to a new lifestyle that will make you stronger, healthier, and more confident? Are you ready to be a player? Then explore the EGX experience at www.egxlifestyle.com. Let Eddie George help get your mind, body, and spirit fused and focused. If you're ready, log on to egxlifestyle.com to begin a journey to a better life through exercise, diet, and wellness. Join with Eddie George to create a personal plan for your success, and he'll help you discover the best you can be. Visit egxlifestyle.com and begin your journey with greatness today. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You're listening to Radio by George with your host, Eddie George. If you have a question for Eddie or his guest or would like to simply join the conversation, call now. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5788. That number again, 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to Radio by George. Welcome back to Radio by George. I'm joined with... Dr. A.G., and we're talking about how you can beat the holiday blues, how you can identify it, mm-hmm. and move on with your life. Now, this is something I wanted to ask you. Yes. Um, you talked about your 
situation when you grew up with your mom mm-hmm. and and how you were trying to cheer her up and you just said forget the holidays and then you got with your husband. What was the turning point for you to say, you know what, um, I can enjoy the holidays. Right. I'm not, I don't have to be depressed. Right. What well, was that moment that, I guess, Oprah's aha moment? Uh-huh. What was that? Well, you know, I actually talk about this in um, a book called Breaking the Silence. It's coming out in December in Oxford Press. Mm. And uh, the title of the chapter that I wrote about was called Weeping Mother. Mm. Um, And it talks about how my mother was very sad and all I could focus on was getting away from my mother. And the turning point for me, easy, hands down, I could tell you exactly when it is. It's when I had children of my own. And um, and I'm sitting there holding my baby, and the World Trade Center fell, and I couldn't fix the world that he lived in any mm. more than my mother could fix her situation that she was given. And I think that that really um, was a turning point for me in having complete empathy for my mother and what she went through and how much she struggled. And here I went to college, and here I'm a psychologist, and I work at UC Berkeley, and I live in a house in the Bay Area. I see the Golden Gate Bridge on the, on the way to work every day. So everything that she suffered for and everything that she struggled with was for me to have that moment to be holding my son and for him to be healthy and great um, and that was the turning point for me to be able to forgive my mother not only forgive her but to have empathy for what she went through each and every Christmas you know for us um, and I know for your callers it's, that's some of the same situations that if you're not there you got to think about a way to get there if there's something that you're holding on to that you're about to walk into this holiday season with um, that you're still holding on to something and somebody did, some, somebody said, you know, $40, $50, somebody owe you or more, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it might be a time to let that go because it, it sticks with you and it, and it, and it wears you down. Mm, oh, no, no question. You know, I mean, I, I can I can speak on that now. You know, this, the justice over the weekend, Doc, I'm traveling from Denver to Panama City, uh-huh. Florida. Through Delta Airlines. Okay? Oh, no. And I had one bag with my suits, with my shoes, my Burberry jacket, my favorite cologne, Mm -hmm. cufflinks, you name it, I had it in there. Gone. Missing. Oh, dear. Three days. Still can't find it. Oh, yeah. Now, how am I supposed to get over that? How, am I, how do you get over that? How, how can I move on? How can you move on to putting that loss, from, that from great that. loss? Yeah. Well, you know. I just forgive them and say, oh, it just happens. And right. somebody will be blessed with a, 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 a $600 shirt. Right. Yeah, I don't think somebody was blessed with that shirt. I think somebody blessed themselves with that mm. shirt. If, if it's been gone for this long, you know, they, did, could they was it your name on the tag? No, okay, and, and that's why I don't do it because yeah, because if they see who it is, right? right even, yeah, right. even though it's a common name. Well, how, I don't know how you how we can forgive on a personal level, but here's my suggestion for Delta. Um, at what I know about customer service, for every one bad experience somebody has, it takes eight better experiences for somebody to change their mind about it. So, uh, so I think in order for you to move on and forgive, Delta's got a, um, some pretty hard um, reconciliation to do in terms of either finding your bag or making it right. No. Uh, you know what? Forget Delta. <laughs> forget Delta. I was going to mess around and say something else, but forget Delta because you know what? They didn't help me. They can't. How can you not track down a bag? Right. You know, I'm pretty sure it's probably in Panama. 
you know, not Panama City, Pan, probably in Panama. I thought that's what you were saying. And, and Rico was probably wearing my, my suit right now. Right, enjoying it. Well, you know what? And, and we're making light of it. And yeah. and actually, um, I, we can replace your boot and shoes and your jacket and your cologne and stuff like that. But some of these, these things we're talking about with the, with the holidays are things that are irreplaceable, and that's the people that's close to us and experiences that we want to choose, that we want to have with them, you know. Mm-hmm. But we let stuff like this, you know, kind of get in the way of it. You know, Delta's not your family, so we don't need them. But sometimes it's stuff like this that kind of builds that wedge between us. And while we don't go over so-and-so's house for Thanksgiving and while we're not going to go over so-and-so's house for, 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 you know, for Christmas or, you know, for Kwanzaa or, or Hanukkah for that matter, you mm-hmm. know, it's because of the fact that there's some misunderstanding that happens along the way. Yeah, I mean, definitely this this time of year, you you can um, make amends on some situations. Like there was a there's two people in my family that weren't getting along, and they were forced to stay together for a couple of days. And somebody didn't want to sleep in the same place. <laughs> <laughs> wanted to sleep in a little bunk bed, but after a night of their neck crooked and You're their right. back messed up, they said, "Okay, I'll sleep in a bigger bed in another apartment." And they were forced to talk it out. And, and I walked in. Uh, on them, and you know, it was great conversation, cordial, worked some things out. I can tell yeah. that they had a, uh, a great talk and, and mm-hmm. worked it out. Right. And that was encouraging to see that with communication and some understanding and just talking about it, and just because nine times out of ten, it's just a misunderstanding. Right, right. You know, and that's where the animosity comes in. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you hold on to that, like you said, it, it, it doesn't serve you, mm-hmm. you know, and doesn't serve the person at all. It just builds on you. Like, like for instance, uh, I know a few people that are dealing with loved ones around this time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, is, is it a good thing to to just not think about them, not bring them up, or bring the pictures out? I mean, what is the best thing to do um, if you lost someone and, and you want to rem- you don't want to forget them, but Sometimes having that picture there, just you just holding on. What's the best way to deal with death around this time of year? Well, I think that each family has to come up with their own way. This is back to my idea of rituals, ways that you pay respect. So I know one family that they don't even mention the loss of their loved ones because it's too hard for them to do, and it works for them. And then other families, like my mother, my grandmother died in 1971, and mm-hmm. we pray for her every year. Every, 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 every year. Um, and so, and that, that works for us. So, setting up a ritual around how you want to remember people. Some people feel that, you know, um, remembering those who've, who've gone on is a very personal, uh, type of experience and they don't feel like they need to share it with other people or as a matter of fact, they feel like, um, that they do it best when they're just alone with their thoughts, you know. But to be able to communicate that with the family, that that's what certain people need is going to be one of the elements to help us with the, the process because it's like a a re-grieving process during the holidays. It comes up again, you know. But I love the idea of people setting up rituals, whether it's, you know, paying homage to people through um, through libations, you know, uh, that you're, you're setting out something for that family member or you're, you're pouring uh, uh, pouring water in a plant or something along those lines in, in honor of their memory, but something that, that shows that there's a place in your heart and therefore a place at your table or a place in your house for the rest of your life for this family member 
it's something that the family can get around. And it's also a beautiful thing for our children because, our, you know, just like you were talking about your dad and your dad's dad, and that impacts you, you know, that might also, in, you know, in a good way impact your son. He, he might be interested in that someday. Like, what's that story there? So we get to share those stories, the really good stories, the beautiful things, the funny things that our family members used to do. So that legacy can continue to live on because that's that's the whole core of families, building that legacy and those family traditions that we can continue to enjoy, that we can build on, our success and our strength of our families. Well said, Dr. Agee. Now, now before we leave, we have a minute till we close. Where can we pick up your book? Great. The book, um, Breaking Silence, that's out mm-hmm. on Oxford Press, is going to be everywhere um, coming up uh, December, what, is in a few days. Mm-hmm. So in December, in a few days, it'll be everywhere. And then I have another book, well, actually a chapter in some books, some self-help chapters on how to get unstuck, um, you know, how to get the best out of life that's coming out on uh, Kensington Press, and it's called Souls Revealed. And it will be everywhere in the universe, including everywhere Walmart. In universe. Everywhere in the universe. So to everyone in the universe, <laughs> we're up. This is our hour for today. I'm Eddie George along with Dr. E.G. Good job today. Thank you very much for an informative, helpful show today on depression and the holiday blues. And I hope you gained something from it because I definitely did. Now I can just let go of that $500 jacket that I just did (laughs) and move on with my life. So, hey, here you have it. You guys be blessed. Happy holidays. Until next time, same hour, same place. I'm Eddie George. Peace. We hope you have enjoyed this week's episode of Radio by George. If you have a question or comment for Eddie and just can't wait until next Monday, you can email him at info at radiobygeorge.com. Selected emails will be read on the air so your voice can be heard worldwide. Be sure to listen live every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America channel. See you next week.